0: What's up, everybody? This is Majet from Diva Girl Tribe, and you're listening to the Diva Girl Radio Podcast, the show that connects, supports, educates, and empowers people who want fun, unique, and diverse experiences in their lives and businesses. Hello, everyone. Thanks for joining me today. I know you could have been somewhere else doing something else. But you decided to tune in, and I'm super duper excited to welcome our fabulous guest today, Wendy Cat. Hi, Wendy. Hi. So excited to be here. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> thank you for saying yes. I know you're such a busy business owner, busy mom, and I'm glad that you're able to to do this with me today. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I'm excited. <laughs> tell tell our audience right who you are. And what you do, and where our listeners can connect with you online.
1: Um, okay, well, my name is Wendy Cat. It's Wendy Cat Miller, but I go by Wendy Cat. Um, you can find me on social media under Wendy Cat. Um, also, I have wendycat.com as my website. Um, and I also have a really great uh, community on Facebook. Um, it's called Leading the Way. Um, so that's what, all the places you can connect with me. Um, I am a business coach and social media strategist. Um, I work with the Gold Digger Girl, um, where I help women bring their businesses online. I also do some um, other coaching on my own, um, where I focus on leaders and, um, you know, helping them up their game leveling up. Um, and then I have all kinds of other little projects going on, which is really exciting. And like you mentioned, I am a mom. I have I'm a single mom, a solo mom, I like to say. Um, and I have a 21-year-old son and a 17-year-old daughter who's a senior this year. So I'm almost an empty nester, which is so weird. Like, my life has changed. But um, so, yeah, so busy, busy.
0: <laughs> yeah, you have your hands full. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so what inspires you to do what you do, girl? That's a lot. Um,
1: what inspires me to do what I do? Well, I really got a lot of value out of out, Well, honestly... I thought I just kind of came to this realization in the recent, in my recent years, probably the last 10 years. And I'm like, I thought like my, my experience through business, um, I was in a network marketing company. I'd grown a large team and I was mentoring a lot. And I was like, I really love mentoring. And, um, that's watching these women build their businesses and helping them with that and getting to celebrate with them. Um, that's really what set my soul on fire. And I was like, this is what I want to do. However, now, as I reflect on my whole life and my career, um, I've always gotten that feeling. Like I was in management, um, I was always mentoring, and I just, I, I really wanted to help people level up and, and see you know, their best versions of themselves and be a part of that experience with them. Um, so watching other people's successes actually is what inspires me to keep going and, and doing what I do.
0: What a true leader. What a true leader! I mean, like um, being able to help people level up and see, you know, how amazing they are. Um, I think that is um, something that a good mentor, right, or a manager, a leader, um, to it, it, to to have and and put out there, like the belief in the people that they they their people in their team or people that they uh, manage, you know, or lead. So I think that's this. That's awesome. Um, and in the background, thank you for sharing that background of um, what you did before, before you became a business coach. I mean, it's not too far away. It's aligned, right? It's aligned. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes, yes. Yeah, it's surprising. Like, as I, you don't realize, like, my path really has been the same, really been the same journey. It just looks right. a little different. Um, and now I have more control where I'm not working for someone necessarily. I, I do get to make my own choices. But the ultimate, you know, the, the ultimate thing here is that I'm helping women especially, um, you know, become their best versions of themselves and reach the goals or dreams of, you know, starting their own business, having a successful business, scaling their business, whatever it is. Um, that's, yeah, that's always been like consistent through my life. So it's, it's nice.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's nice to reflect like and step back and be like, hey, I've been doing this for a while. Yeah. Right?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I'm like, Oh, okay. This is all the same stuff. It's just packaged differently. So it's yeah,
0: horrible. I like yeah. that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, and what's the end goal? Like what's the end goal
1: to all this? Um, I, I think just more bigger and more like helping more women. I really like to get to my, um, to a place in my business, um, where I can financially pour into others. So to help other women, especially, um, you know, certain groups of women that really need help um, to break, you know, grow their businesses, um, partner with them, um, whatever it is, um, I, I want to help women be empowered and I don't want financial situations to get in the way. So if I can get myself to a place where I can be that support to them, um, I would love to do that because I have tons and tons of business ideas all the time. I'm like, oh, you should do this and you should do that it's great to be able to say that and they might have the ability, like the creativeness to do it, but the financial piece is always a problem. Right. So um, I like to be in a position ultimately where I can partner with people and help people financially, you know, launch their businesses.
0: Yeah. I love it. So you go back to helping people. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> um, and when did you first become so interested in your, in this career? Um,
1: You know, my, my father was an entrepreneur. So I think I've always been an entrepreneur in some way, you know, like, um, and I've worked since I was 12. Um, so I've always been a worker.
0: What did um, you do when you were 12?
1: I, I, I had a paper route. It was called piggyback shopper. And it was, I, it. It. I would have to take like the ads and roll them and put them in the little plastic sleeves. And then I'd stuff my bag and I actually had four streets was, which was twice the, the number of normal. Um, newspapers people had. But like, I was like, I'm gonna make all this money. So I just walked and just kept like delivering these things. Yeah, I just throw them and stuff. I didn't have to um, collect money or anything. So it was a very good first job. And then, um, and then from there, you know, I got a retail job because I was very into fashion. Mm -hmm. I thought I was gonna like live in New York and live the big high fashion lifestyle at some point, but that didn't happen. And, um, and then I got into, um uh, man, um, restaurant business, which, you know, that for service, um, is so important to understand, you know, service and customer service and, and just hard work in general. So, yeah, so I, I've, I've always done these things where, um, I've always been working or I'm working several jobs. And so to me, that's like an entrepreneur's life is always working. So even though I was working for other people, I think I, I I was, I was working the way an entrepreneur would work. Like I was hustling all the time.
0: I was just going to say that it's like, it sounded hustle and grit, right? Yeah. 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 Yeah, I'm the
1: oldest of four. Mm -hmm. And there is um, seven years between me and the next um, kid. And so I was like an only child for a nice little chunk of my life. Um, And then my dad being an entrepreneur, we had our financial struggles. So I really was on my own when it came to, you know, if I wanted something, I had to go out and get it myself, you know? So right. you know, back in the, in the eighties, you know, Jordache <laughs> jeans were big. Like I'm like, oh I my to God, my yeah. right. So if I, if I wanted Jordache jeans, I needed to go out and buy them myself. So yeah, I, I made things happen. I hustled from a very young age. Um, and then I, I, I always wanted to own my own business. I just always have. So, you know, I just got my education through, I got, I got into retail management. Then I got into sales. Um, And then honestly the pandemic kind of helped me take the leap and say, it's time for me to do entering 50. I just like, it was like, Oh wow. I got the second half of my life. It's time for me. So, you know, I just, I think also as a single parent um, I waited because I wanted security. So I, you know, I didn't, out on my own um but now that they're older and um I was just like you know it's time I don't want to regret so yeah I just
0: I think I've always had it in me long story short no I love I love the long story of it. and it really (laughs) it really opened up you know you, you you opened up um about like how it was like for you growing up and where this all came from like you know I have this um, thought that I tell my clients, I tell my friends, you know, we are who we are because of what happened to us. And I'm, I was curious about you and like what made you this person, right? This business coach, um, wanting to help other people and this, you know, and and being, you know, a solo parent, right? Mm-hmm. It's 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 not easy, but uh, you know, and I'm curious, like, how did you manage? How did you, you know, able to beat? where you are now how did you get there and and you with this long story you're able to share with us like yeah like i've known grit and hustle since i was 12 or maybe younger because i was around these people like your dad had a big influence in it right and and also you know that idea of like if i want something I made it happen. Is it, that independence? Like I could just picture this little Wendy, like wanting her Jirdash, um pants. I like it, you know, and just just going for it and knowing, like in your mindset, like that mindset was has always been with you. And yeah. you know, and even though you went into working for other people in retail and restaurant, right, or the um, the network marketing, and and mm-hmm. you know, like the mindset is entrepreneurial. Like you said it, like my the way you did things, even though you're working for someone it's entrepreneurial right yeah, yeah. And it's freaking awesome to know <laughs> and and to let people who are listening to us right now that that's a thing right yeah, yeah. so yeah.
1: yeah thank you that's yeah that's you put it in a nice way but yeah I, and honestly i just kind of learned that too because i've never had the opportunity to like really think about that and like you know because we're always just going forward right we don't always reflect back and i am a big reflector but i don't think i reflected the the long story like how that's connected from when I was younger till now um and it it does make me it it just makes everything make sense you know like oh that is why I do the things I do and um it's really cool it's cool to, to do that full circle so thank you for that
0: yeah so um and who are the most influential people in your life then?
1: Well, definitely my father and my mother, gonna say, um, uh-huh. we, I mean, you know, we grew up, we had a great childhood and, um, I would never think we, like, I knew we had some financial issues here and there, like it would go up and down because that's entrepreneurship. Right. And my mom yeah. was a stay-at-home mom, um, for most of my life, she ended up going back to work when my siblings were a little older. Um, it was, my mom was a, uh, librarian, a children's librarian um, so I had this weird balance of like, here you have somebody who's very structured and like, she went to school for English and, and got her dream job and and that's it. Like she was there for, I don't even know how many years she retired from the library. Um, and that was her dream job. She loved it. Telling stories, puppets, whatever, very creative, all that mm-hmm. stuff. And then you have my dad who was like, always like trying to, you know, find the next big thing and like just taking risks and like, mm-hmm. you know, it drove my mom crazy, but that the balance, yeah, the balance of that um, was very influential. And they, my dad, I used to get so mad at him because um, he's probably the most honest person in the world, like to a, to a fault, not that there should be to a fault, but you know what I mean? Like it, it's crazy. Like he just He's so, so honest. He actually just called me the other day. He just turned 80, by the way. Oh, wow. Party for him over the weekend. Oh, yeah, um, that's right. I saw that. Yes, yeah, yeah, the t-shirt. Was, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's right. Yeah, it was amazing. He's, he's wonderful. Um, and he's like, I just went, he calls me and he's like, I just went to get gas in, you know, in my car and I almost got $60 of free gas. I'm like, oh, wow, that's cool. And he's like, well, you know, I didn't realize I only got $5 and then I realized somebody had a gift card in there. So I stopped and I turned the gift card in um, and then I, and I, I bought whatever. I'm like, you turn the gift card in? Like that person is not coming back for their gift card. Like they obviously forgot it. It was at the gas station. It's a gift card. They know it's gone. He turned it. In. I'm like, he turned it in. I'm like, you're, you, you didn't even know like you were, t- you know, you were, it was an accident, you know what I mean? But like, he's just so honest. Like anybody else would be like, oh, fill that tank up. $60 of gas right now. Like, are you yeah. kidding me? Right. Yeah. But anyway, but, so he's super, super honest. And um but but that's just, a good quality to have
0: um, as a business owner. It
1: is, it is, it is. I agree. <laughs> but through the years as I was growing up, people took advantage of him.
0: Oh, yeah. And yeah, I, I saw
1: it. See. And I, he yeah. had so much trust in others. He had this amazing business and a business partner, and it was like the biggest business he had. He had this beautiful office and warehouse, and it was great. We were like, yes, we made it. You know, like this was like not just working out of the house kind of business. Yeah. You know? <laughs> And this guy took advantage of my dad because my dad trusted him, and he didn't like sign things that he should have signed and stuff. So I learned. Yes, I'm all about honesty. He, he, I, I get it. But at the same time, I also learned from his mistakes in making sure that he's protecting himself and his family. You know. And so there was times like that. So I got goods and bads. Like I learned from his his things. And same with my mom. Like she just she's big on following her dream and like what made her happy. And she, she poured her heart and soul. She'd be home making crafts and stuff, sitting watching TV, working over time, like not just working, you know, it was more than just a job. And I think that's what my parents taught me is that find something you love, you know, and then it's not a job. It's just a part of who you are, you know? And I think that's, was always my thing, like trying to find what, what just makes, brings me happiness. And what brings me happiness is fixing people's businesses. Like, I don't know, like everywhere I'm at, I'm always, oh, they could be doing this or they could switch that out or like, oh gosh, their marketing's a little off. You know, I, I would do that all the time. And, um, so that's, that's, they inspired me to just, you know, keep following my heart and what makes me happy. So.
0: Oh, that's, that's so beautiful. Um, no, thank you so much for sharing. I love, I love this conversation. Um, no, it's, like listening to you and how you grew up and you know and 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 really this like setting a picture or describing a picture of like how you saw your parents right and you saw your parents do what they love and they're happy and feeling fulfilled. Of course, challenges and you know and struggles will come up to anyone, right? But mm-hmm. what you basically saw was your parents loving what they do and feeling fulfilled and happy. And then money comes in because and, and that's the message, right? And like the message that you're telling us too is like you love fixing bis- businesses, helping women um, fix their business so they can grow, right? And you love doing that. You find joy in doing that. So your 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 clients like can't help but feel happy working with you, and you know. And of course, they they don't they don't hesitate to pay you, right? Because yeah. you're you find so much joy in helping them, and they finding the value in it. So when we love what we do, like the message I'm getting from it is like, yeah. when we love what we do and we're so happy and fulfilled with it, like money do follow. Yes, right?
1: mm-hmm. absolutely.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. It, and it feels good. And it feels good to, to be authentic and be able to, you know, the services I can provide are helping others. And yeah, it does help me financially and, and take care of my family, but I, I get to help others better their lives too through the whole process. So it is, it's wonderful.
0: Exactly. And um, what's your biggest failure though? And what did you learn from it? That's something that, you know, like a lot of people try to not talk about failure, but don't, tell, tell, do you have any like failures? Yeah, tell me. I have
1: any failure. Well, okay. So, um, well, my biggest failure would be my marriage. Mm. Um, but it's interesting during that time, I realized I had never been through a big failure. But the reason why I hadn't been through a big failure or any real failures in my life until then, which is why it was such a um, such a big thing. Um, well, not that divorce isn't a big thing, but you'll see what I'm saying. I always played it safe growing up. Uh, I always stuck to things that I was good at naturally. Um, you know, I, I was a dancer when I was little, so I, I danced all the time. So that was my thing, I was a dancer, like I danced. Um, and so when the uh, high school um, basketball coach came and asked me if I wanted to play basketball because I was tall, you know, yeah. and like I was tall and um, I was like, yeah, no, thank you. You know, like, because I didn't know how to play basketball. And so even though I, I was interested in it, I was afraid to make a fool of myself because here we are in high school and I don't how to play basketball because I only ever did my my little, back in the eighties, we didn't do a hundred different things. You, you chose something, you didn't dance or you did sports or you did, you know what I mean? Or gymnastics or you did whatever. My thing was dance, you know? So Mm -hmm. I said, no, I was like, no, I don't like basketball, you know, that kind of thing. And it was like one of my biggest regrets because I didn't realize like, it's okay that I didn't understand how to do it, that I would have learned. And that's what practice is for. Like, that's what You do, you, you go, you try new things you practice, you learn and you get better or you don't, you know, you figure it out. Oh, that's not my thing. I don't like it. But I chose to say, it's not my thing. because I was scared to fail. I was scared to make a fool of myself. Um, So I didn't try it. So that repeated throughout my life. Mm. Um, I played it safe
0: a lot because
1: I did not ever want to look like I didn't know what I was doing. Mm -hmm. Um, Through the process of my divorce which was a huge failure. You know, I realized like communication skills uh, needed a lot of work. Um, Some, you know, some red flag situations that I chose to ignore. Um, I learned a lot about myself through that process, but I also learned to embrace failure because now that I've had gone through such a big thing, like a big failure, um, and it really rocked my world because I always thought, oh, I'm getting married and, and I'll, you know, it'll be forever. And I, I never, you know, I was the first one in my whole family to ever get a divorce. So that was another weird thing because I, I didn't know anyone divorced all my, my aunts, and my mom, like everybody was still married. Even my ex's family, they were all married. Like mm-hmm. but we were the first ones. So, um, but through that process, I've learned that the most successful people, are those that fail the most. And that's how we learn and grow is by trying new things and keep putting yourself out there. And if you fail, it's okay, because you're learning something and then you get up and you do it again, or you move on to something new and different. Um, So that I don't regret it, you know, what I went through because I want to be who I am now. And, I'm, you know, sometimes you have to hit rock bottom to rebuild and, and become a better version of yourself. So that was like my rock bottom probably. And, and I'm thankful for it, so.
0: Yeah, um, and I appreciate you sharing that, right? Like, I mean, um, the, that was out of your comfort zone, right? Yes. <laughs> like, yeah, it's, it's like, you know, for somebody who, who played it safe all her life um, and to, to even the admission of like, this doesn't work anymore and I have to, to stop. Mm-hmm. Right. And and that can be viewed by many people and judged by many people. And, and, you know, say like, oh, it's it's a failure and that's a bad thing. Or it can be a freedom. Right. For us and a learning experience. Um, so that's um that wasn't easy. But it, it's it, but you also fa- found the um this the silver lining, I guess. Yeah. It's like, right. It's like you learn from it. And, you know, and then and. And where you are now, it's like where you're supposed to be and you feel yeah. more fulfilled, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah, I never would have been able to evolve to who I am now if I was in that relationship still. There's just, there, it was not, I'm not the same person. Like it's a totally different situation. And, um, you know, back then at the time I thought, you know cause everything that I envisioned, you know my life to be was all of a sudden poof gone, you know um, but a better version was out there. So, and now I know that now I don't get as worked up about failures or, you know, things um, not going my way. Cause I feel like, well, maybe it wasn't supposed to go that way. And I'm a big believer in, you know, things happen for a reason. Um, and then we do have general paths to follow and we have choices, but sometimes our choices can bring us to even better things. So, um, you know, I just try to stay positive about that
0: yeah yeah and um and that's a good mindset to have right like that that thought of like um i'm evolving and i'm learning from this and because of this experience i've evolved into the person that i am now yeah um yeah Yeah. so so thank you for sharing that um and and um, now i'm curious what kind of advice would you give your younger self then Um, right oh
1: my goodness um my younger self, well, I think I would, uh, one, I would tell my younger self that all those people that I thought had it all together don't, uh, <laughs> you know, I always thought that everyone else seemed to know a secret that I didn't know or news, uh-huh. you know, like, or they had they were like, they had a shortcut or they knew things that I didn't know. And now as an adult, I realize there are so many people out there that are just, making it happen. Like it's taking action, just take action and you'll figure it out. Like you don't have to know everything. You just need to move forward and take action. And I think I was always so afraid to, um, try something or, um, go after something. Cause I didn't know everything and everything about it, like all the ins and outs, and you don't have to know everything. You just need to get, you know, put your foot on that first step and then just keep going. You don't have to see the whole staircase. You just need to see the first step and keep moving forward. Um, I think that would have been very helpful. And knowing that we're all special and we're all here for a purpose. And that's something I don't think I realized when I was younger, for sure. Like not realizing that we were all here for a reason. And, our uniqueness is needed. We are all needed here for whatever our journey is, whatever our purpose is, um, and that we should embrace that. We should we should totally embrace that, and that that's what makes us special. Yeah.
0: that's a very beautiful advice, and I'm I'm in awe just listening to you and just dropping all these nuggets and advice. Um, and I think more women need to hear that more you know hear that more often especially young women Mm -hmm. because we have a lot of self-doubt right like um Mm -hmm. and we had to suppress our true authentic self to to um to 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 because we want to please other people right basically what I would say like um, and I'm listening to you I'm like that would have been a really great advice to young girls to me right and you Mm -hmm. know and, and you're giving this advice to your young self and it's like yeah, we need to hear that more. Um, that you know, like um, you're special. You have your own talent. You have a gift, and uh, you know, and uh, and yeah, you will get a chance to share that gift and yeah. and make and change people's lives. So, yeah, wow, what a beautiful advice, Wendy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, and. Uh, like, what, what kind of how do you keep up with all these things, right? Like, I'm, I'm like how do you take care of yourself? Like, what do you, what is your morning routine? Um, what motivates you for today? Like, give me all the answers to all this. <laughs> we want to know. Um, um, okay, my morning
1: routine well, it just changed again because now school's back in session, so I always, um, yeah, you know, get up. I actually take my, we live down the street from the high school, and my daughter is about to get her license and can't wait to just drive to school, but I'm not really ready for that. So I'm just holding on, but I always, I take her to school in the morning because I want that time with her. I, um, she could totally walk. It's not a big deal, but to me, it's like these kids, they just, it's hard to find time, you know, to, to be with them. So, um, I take her to school in the morning and then I take my dog birdie for a walk every morning. So we have a beautiful park near us. And so I go and I walk there first thing in the morning, And I think it's really important, one, (laughs) just some movement, because now that I work from home, I tend to sit a lot. So I need to make sure that I'm getting out there walking, but just being in nature is so important. Um, I love that. And I'll I'll alternate. Sometimes I just walk with, you know, and just listen to nature, but sometimes I'll listen to a podcast or like a training or something, depending on the day. Um, And then I come home, I drink my coffee and I usually read about 10 pages of a self-development book um, something, whatever I'm, I'm working on at the moment. I'm not a huge reader. I'm really not a strong reader, but I know it's important to read and having a mom who's a librarian, it's like, <laughs> oh. so I'm always, and I love books. It's weird. Like I own lots of books, but I, I do struggle with reading, um, staying focused, I guess, is part of it. Um, so I, I ch- try to read 10 pages a day and that way I'm like, yep, done. I did my, I did my 10 pages. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I get to work. I I work and, um, you know, I, I, it's nice that I work from home now. So I, I'm still figuring it's been about a year, but it's been a quick year cause I've been so busy. So I'm still balancing out like, you know, Oh, I'm going to throw a load of laundry in and then come back and do some work, you know, things like that. Um, yeah, I mean, that's really it. That's what I do in the morning. Um, I'm really bad about meal prepping and like, eating properly, that's something I'm working on. So if anyone out there has some tips on that, uh, that'd be great. Um, but yeah, that's what I do. Um, that's it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, like, um, and I, I'm truly enjoying this and I want to, you know, I want to ask my questions and like, you know, and, and, um, and get to know you, like, you know, like, a little bit more and I'm curious like what do you love the most like when it comes to doing what you do right like helping the people helping women and and that's like the the particular population that you you work with Mm -hmm. for the most part um and I've seen I've seen it I've seen your Facebook I've seen your Instagram and um and how you how it's intentional I guess that's what I'm trying to say right like it's intentional when you show up right? Mm -hmm. In this platforms. Mm -hmm. Um, and like, yeah, like, um, what, what is the, what is the best part about what you do? What's your favorite part about what you do in, you know, in helping and being a business coach?
1: Um, I, it's hard to put into words, but like, I, I feel like I can see things that others can't, or, you know, how like we we're old, we can see things for other people. We can't see it for ourselves, Mm -hmm. you know? So I love being able to see things, that people are like oh i didn't think about that or i can put the big picture together for them and I'm, when th- they're talking to me about like what they're struggling with or what their goals are or their dreams are and they can't put it all together and i'm just like uh it's this you know like whatever it is it's like oh it's this and they're like oh my gosh it was right in front of my face i love that process mm-hmm. whatever the, i don't even there's no word for it necessarily but like helping them put the pieces together and mm-hmm. that they can see it's something attainable and not as um, out of reach as they may have thought it was, mm-hmm. is everything to me because that's how it was for me. So for 10 years when I was in my network marketing business and I, you know, I grew a large team. I, I was a top leader in the company. Um, I I didn't really enjoy selling the product. I'm not, I've never considered myself a salesperson. I've been in sales all my life, but, and I'm good at it, but I don't really like it. It's never been something I enjoyed. I always considered myself a relationship builder. And that's kind of how I, I work my way around that. I'm like, Nope, I'm a relationship builder. That's what I do because sales just always felt like not authentic to me. Right. Um, so when I got into that industry and I, and I got in, you know, because we I've known each other because of that. Um, I, I got into that industry out of need and a necessity because I was in survival mode after my divorce. I, I worked a full time job. I built this business on the side. I had to build the business. I I had a lot riding on it. I had to keep my house, um, you know, food on the table for my kids. Finances were really tight, um, and my my kids were young at the time, so they were doing extra activities and all the things that I didn't want them to suffer because their dad and I didn't work out, you know. Um, so I was working super hard with that, um, through that process, as I grew that business and I started enjoying it more and more, what I really started enjoying was helping women build their businesses. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And then I started doing trainings and and bettering myself and educating myself and self-development. Right. So instead of just doing it for myself, I was like, Oh, let me turn around and share this with my team. And then I started sharing it, not only with my team, but with our company. And then I started doing company trainings and, and things like that, which I loved. It was great, but I was doing all this work. It was like a whole nother job besides, you know. Right. Um, and I realized, I'm like, I, I could be making money.
0: <laughs> like, yes, I'm, I'm good at, getting, I'm freaking good at this. You know, yeah, I need to like, start getting paid for this. Yeah. Right?
1: Yeah. So I'm like, why, why aren't I doing this? That's the part. That's the part that I love is helping people. I love training. I love, um, you know, the self-development. I like, you know, leveling up growth, you know, all of that. Why am I just doing it for free (laughs) when I can, when I can make a business and do it full time? Cause I I still wasn't able to leave my day job at the time. I wasn't making enough to do that. Um, so now I am, I'm I'm able to do everything I love. I mean, I absolutely love everything I do right now. And I get to do it full time, which is like insane, you know? And like, we actually have a conference in, um, in two weeks in September in Nashville. Um, it's called like a like a gold digger conference. It's our first one ever. Um, everyone's invited. If you're interested in going to a conference, there's a 40 plus amazing, inspiring women from stage, which is a huge thing for me because you know, in the network marketing um, world, it's not just network marketers, it's for small business owners, entrepreneurs um, women. Um, but you'll see there's a lot of men in that space. Um, and that's always bothered me. <laughs> I think there's men everywhere, you know, just like, I mean, I love men, but I'm just saying, like, come on, <laughs> like, right. majority of the business, the, this industry um, is women, you know, and so I want to make sure that there's enough women out there that are inspiring other women that they can do it too. They don't need to hear these guys saying you can do it. There's women out there saying you can do it and can inspire you. So there's 40 plus women that are going to be speaking over that weekend, um, which is pretty awesome. And I get to be a part of that and I get to be I'm a panelist on there. And I love conferences, like all the fun stuff, the networking, like yeah. so much fun. Right. Yeah. So um, that's my job. Like how cool is that? Like, I love doing all that stuff. So, um, and then I have some other projects that are coming down the pike. I might be having a book coming out by the end of the year. Wow. Oh. Mm-hmm. I'm excited, and um, a couple of workshops, possibly in person um, and virtual. So I'm I'm excited. Yeah, I got lots of really great things happening that keep me excited. You know.
0: Yeah. And the energy that I'm feeling from you is just like all this new, positive, awesome things happening. Right. And um, and and listening to you talk about the conference and how you love it, and how you love networking. It's like that real relationship builder that you said earlier. Right. Um, it, it just truly shines right? Like in this events, in these spaces that you bring yourself to. Um, you're right. We've known each other for a while and we've known each other from like the conferences, right? Like with, with Diva Girl and how you have supported that, you have shown up and it's like you shine in those spaces, right? And it's not, you know, and, and, and it's, it doesn't have to be sales seats. It doesn't, it doesn't have to be like, you know, a salesperson. But it's more like you're, you're really focused more on the relationship mm-hmm. and building that connection, I
1: I think for me too is that I'm I'm really an introvert. Like I've always struggled um, being social with people in real life, Um, making friendships. You know, just are you for real? (laughs) Yeah, I know it's crazy. I'm telling you, it's (laughs) like and even now, like if I go into a room and I don't know anyone, I'm not the person that's going to go introduce myself to people. It just it's just not who I am. But This is why I love networking and and in-person events and conferences, because then it's like a, it's a tool that puts us together for a reason. If I have a reason to be there, to talk to you about something, like you expect me to be like, we're supposed to be talking. I can do it. Like when it comes to my business, I can network, I can talk to you. I can build the relationship. Um, But when it comes to just me socially, me as a person, um, not comfortable at all, like not go with small talk, not it's just not. Yeah. So I've always been drawn to any opportunity that serves as a tool to help, um, facilitate those types of relationships for me because I do enjoy them, Mm -hmm. but for some reason, I'm not, um, I'm just not as, so I've gotten better over the year, And obviously because of what I do, it's poured, it poured over into uh, my personal life too, but, um, I'm definitely much more outgoing than I used to be, but in general, I am an introvert. I know it's hard to believe, but I am.
0: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, definitely. Um, like, like no one would, no one would think that when they meet <laughs> you. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Like, no, I'm just like Netflix and hanging out at home with my dog, and like I'm cool. And then I want to go out for brunch once in a while and you know, hang out <laughs> with people. But yeah, it's just it is what it is. So.
0: Yeah. <laughs> So I got some rapid qu- fire questions for oh, you. Are you ready oh, for yeah. them? Okay, so okay, there's <laughs> short questions and you give me short answers. And it has to be like the first thing that comes to your mind. Oh no God. filters. Okay. All right, I'm <laughs> All right, here we go. Um, who is a famous person you would like to meet dead or alive and why?
1: Um, well, I know I got to say, so I would say Justin Timberlake. <laughs> 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 What's that? goes so to your head. Ooh yeah. la la. All right. Tell what me came my yes. You know, I've just yeah, I've had a a i have had I was infatuated with him for long not when he was in in sync, only when he was a solo <laughs> artist. Uh-huh. And I just loved him uh-huh. I don't know, forever. And then he got married and then I was like, whatever, now I don't like him as much. But <laughs> <laughs> I did. I, I love his music and I, I mm-hmm. always thought he was adorable and yeah. yeah, I don't know. That's what popped into my head. I don't know.
0: I mean it's a good person To pop into your head Right Like I mean Not only this He's cute Not only he's cute Right He's um He's talented Yeah He is Very Like he can act You know He can sing He can dance And he's funny And he's funny Yes Like he 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 seems grounded Like in the interviews Right Like there's no air Like it's grounded He's funny Um, And kind of like relatable Man he he needs to meet you Yeah he needs to meet you He hasn't met you yet (laughs) <laughs>
1: okay. <laughs> and maybe he'll leave, Jess. No, no, no. We don't want that. <laughs> I'm very happy for them. No, but it's true. I do that. He's so talented. I've always been in I, I always thought if I could choose a talent, um, I would love to be able to sing. I think singing is amazing. Like I just I'm so in awe of people that can sing. Mm-hmm. Like, what a great way to release your feelings. Yeah. Like that's amazing to me, but I, I can't, I can only sing, you know, in the car or in the shower. And I, I mean, I, I rock it out, but no <laughs> one else can that, you know, so I thought that was cool. And of course I always love, I I like to dance and I like his music is very danceable and um, he's funny. Yeah. I love a funny person. Like funny is great. Like, so he's really funny, but yeah. So I guess that's why. And yeah, for, a well, while I was obsessed with him like when he was like really, you know, big. So
0: yeah. 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 Well, yeah. that's a good person to um to be. Right? Yeah. So, Are yeah. um, right. right, you ready for the next one? <laughs>
1: yeah, I guess so.
0: <laughs> Where would you rather be right now?
1: Where would I rather be right now? Um, In the lake house that I don't own yet.
0: <laughs> oh, I love that.
1: Yeah. yeah. That's on my vision board. Oh, it's behind me somewhere, there, right there. And um, you can see it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then we rented a house in the Poconos. Um, I rented with my best friend, our families. We went on vacation together. And the house was like, I want to own that house. It's adorable. It's perfect. And it's on the water. And that's where I would love to be. Yeah. Having my coffee staring at that water would be amazing.
0: <laughs> oh, that, that is a very beautiful picture. Yeah. 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 So you want that house, the lake house in Poconos?
1: Yeah. I yeah, nothing crazy. Just somewhere I could go on the weekends or during the holidays big enough that my, my kids and their family someday could, we could all go like that. I just envision. I always wanted that like for my family, like to have a family vacation home where we'd all like meet up at. Um, I don't know. I always thought that was cool. People yeah. have that, so we'll see.
0: Some yeah. And it's Yeah. It will happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you want something. That's been a message like for you since you were a kid. You want something, then you make it happen. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So next question. Okay. What's your superpower?
1: What's my superpower? My superpower. See, nothing even popped into my head. Um, my superpower. I would say, I just had a conversation about this. I would say my superpower is the ability to meet people where they're at. Uh, I feel like it doesn't matter. I don't, I don't know how to explain it, but like, I feel like no matter what your background is or where you're at, what your journey is, um, what your personality, like even if you're not someone that maybe I would, you know, maybe we wouldn't connect normally, like, um personally but when it comes to business like I can I can still work with people even if they're not my people does that make sense yeah it does um, I think I have a, a way of being able to do that to work with um with people and meet them where they're at
0: yeah and that's a that's a real superpower right it's like um and it's important when it comes to owning a business Mm-hmm. right? Instead of the rigidity, like, you know, like, well, this is how we do it. And this is what we've always done, or I've always done. And, you know, and but sometimes client need to be seen, heard and mm-hmm. validated. And they just need guidance on like, what direction to go to. And, and for, you know, for a, a coach, especially a business coach to meet them where they're at, mm-hmm. right, is very important for their growth. So I think that is, that is a freaking superpower that, that you have. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> I'll write that down. <laughs> so, but what's your kryptonite though?
1: Oh, kryptonite.
0: Hmm. Um, my kryptonite. That is. I think. Um,
1: my kryptonite. my kryptonite would be
0: gosh this is a hard one <laughs> i don't know um what's your weakness Are, you- uh, my weakness probably
1: um believing in myself more than i i should believe in myself more like i'm not I don't know, something like that, like, confidence, consistency in my confidence, like, I Ooh. I tend to go up and down, like, depending on what's going on, I guess.
0: Um, yeah. Yeah. I can relate to that. Something like that? Yeah. It's like, you feel yeah. like um the, the consistency and like the belief in yourself and the confidence in yourself, it's not consistent. Is that what it is?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I feel like. It should be more like I should be able to be more consistent and it's up and down um, depending on you know what's going on, you know, in the world and my business or personally how I'm feeling and um, I think that I that's something I need to work on like that's that's an opportunity um, To be more consistent at that.
0: Yeah. I, I can totally relate to that. Like, I, yeah, like it, it's, it speaks to me because, because I admire people. Again, you've mentioned this earlier too, like how we look at other people and we think that they're living perfect lives or like, you know, like, there's, they're, like they're living, you know, so great that we kind of feel like, you know, and then we start comparing ourselves to them. Um, and I do find myself admiring people who just seem so confident all the time right? Who can, who can speak and just have that presence. And I'm like, how do they do that? Right. Like, and, and, and they consistently, at, at least when they show up or when we see them or when I see them is like that consistency of like, hello, right? Like, like I'm, I'm confident and this is what I think. And I just say it out like that. Right. And, um, and I admire that. And, and so I'm kind of, I'm relating to like when you said that of like, I, I want to be able to be consistent with that thing, but I don't know, but who knows if that's even real.
1: I don't, right. Right? Yeah, and it's crazy because it's the same, and I think that's why it hits home with me because it's, and anybody who listens to this, that's my student or client, they're gonna be like, oh, really? Because it's exactly what I say to them. It's like, you know, what you see out there is not, you, you can't compare yourself to that. And and not everybody you is that confident all the time.
0: Exactly. Mm-hmm.
1: You don't know what's going on behind the scenes or how, you know, it's how they're showing up and that's, what's important. It's how you show up. Mm-hmm. You can deal with the stuff that you have to deal with behind the scenes, but still, you got to show up, you know, and mm-hmm. people are expecting you to show up and, and you need to have that confidence. So I guess, I don't know if it's something that can be improved on or not. It's just the way it is. Um, but it is frustrating. You know, it's like, oh, why? Like, sometimes I'm like, yeah, I feel great. Like I'm doing this. And then other times I'm like, no, there, nobody wants that. Like nobody wants to see me today or whatever, you know what I mean? Um, so I, yeah, it's, I think it's part of the entrepreneurial struggle mm-hmm. for sure. So I guess it's more about um, finding a way to have more control um, of it um, so that it's not controlling me as much and not getting, interfering with my goals. You know, because it'll slow me down sometimes. So I get these ideas and I'm like, oh, wait, maybe back it up a little bit. I don't want to back it up. I just want to go. you know what I mean? Like, I just want to keep going. So um, I got to figure that out.
0: Yeah, no, that's a, that's a good message to, you know, a reminder for people. Yeah. yeah. So, um. Well, how can people work with you uh, invite them? Like, uh, yeah. Invite them to our listeners today, like invite them to like, s- to your program, to your service. Like how can they work with you?
1: There's uh, several ways. So um, you can, again, connect with me on social um, Wendy cat on social. Um, my website is wendycat.com and um, leading the way is the group um, where all um, entrepreneurs Leaders Mm -hmm. come and um, I provide free training there. Uh, I go live every Monday. Um, You
0: do consistently show up and I I admire that. And you do Uh, look very confident when you show up on your Well, I
1: love doing that. So that's not hard. That's not hard to do to show up for that because that's something that's like, I want to share that stuff, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, It's the pushing myself outside the comfort zone stuff that, you know, that's where the doubts start coming in, which is Mm -hmm. normal. And I get that. Totally. I know. Totally, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just something I got to work on. But um, you know, there's I I work with um I'm on the staff for the Gold Digger Girl, um where we help women bring their businesses online. We have a couple programs where if you, you know, whether it's network marketing, small business, um Etsy, um brick and mortar even, if you're looking to bring your business would have to have an online presence and work your business online. We help you do that um, through our programs. We have several programs. Or if you're looking to become a coach or you are a coach and looking to launch a program, we have a program for that too. Um, and then I have some things coming down the pike um, for um, a couple workshops and things like that that I'll be announcing in my community. So um, yeah, that's all the things
0: and who knows what the future will hold. Yeah, also, well, all of the information that Wendy shared with us today, like it will be in the show notes. So you can, you know, definitely click on the links and, you know, stay in touch with her. Um, Wendy, this has been very, you know, very refreshing. um, And a lot of nuggets that you put in there. I really appreciate you opening up. Um, and, and sharing, you know, your, your past, present, and your future as well. I hope you enjoy your like, time
1: together. I, I always learn from this, you know, like, it, it's scary because you're like, what is she going to ask me? Um, but I always learn from these types of opportunities. So thank you for having me. And I learned a lot too.
0: That's awesome. Well, thank you again. Um, but I always give our, um, our guests the the last words to you know before we say goodbye so um before i hit stop i want to give you this opportunity to you know to say your an advice or anything that comes to your heart to your mind to share with our listeners before we say adios
1: okay well um i'm gonna share what i share with all of my students and clients and and something that i you know i'm passionate about myself and the difference between being successful and not being successful in whatever you do whether it's business or personal is taking action um so i just want to encourage all of you to take action towards whatever your goals are um, because that's the only way you're going to reach them so even little bits of action every day um, will add up very quickly um, but not taking action is not Going to be helpful to you to get to your goals. So sometimes we get into a mode of where we are consuming a lot of education trainings, you know, information stuff like that, but we don't take the time to actually implement or you know move forward in some way. So um, that would be my advice to everyone: is to take action.
0: Thank you so much, Wendy. You're welcome. Thank you for listening. We hope to see you at our upcoming events. Go to divagirltribe.com or follow us on instagram facebook and twitter at DivaGirlTribe. become a member and join our divagirl 411 facebook group